Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I'm very pleased to be talking with Michelle Clayton today. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm good. So you are the new author of our first children's book at Green Heart Living Press, The Anger Inside. And um, what I love this topic for a book. Um, I was a very angry kid when I was a child, so I could have used this book. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> Can you, what inspired you to write this book? So actually I wrote this for myself and my own inner child. So I was going to, I mean, the, the pandemic was rough, like for everyone. I don't care how it hit you, it hit everybody different ways. So for me, my husband was working a ton of hours and I was home with two small children. They were two and five at the time. And I started to go to therapy. And as I was working through therapy, it was like, there was just all this rage and anger. And it took me a while to get through that. And then as I was going through that rage and anger, anger, I realized like I was 37 when I realized that anger was a secondary emotion. So as a cathartic, like release for myself, I wrote this to my own inner child first. And then I also framed it from the perspective of like, what did my kid, what do my kids need to know that no one ever told me when I was their age. Right. And so it was like a twofold this is for my kids, but it's also for like little Michelle, you know? Um, so I really wanted to write this just to say like, this is something that I needed to hear when I was little and I never get it. I was, you know, born in 1983 and for girls growing up, there wasn't this normalization of outlets for anger release. Right. So I think as I watched my brother who was older that was normalized for him because boys are supposed to be angry. Right. And, but for a girl, there was nothing there. So this for me was very much like I was a smart kid. I wanted to understand things. I wanted to learn things. So I really wrote it from the perspective of like, if I could go back and talk to myself at five, six years old, like what did I need to know? And then obviously gifted that to my children too. I absolutely love that that is your approach to writing, right? That you went to what you needed, what you could have benefited from hearing. Yes. Yes. So it lands as really genuine and real. Yeah. And, and it's cool too, that you have, you are able to connect with yourself, your inner child and, and young Michelle too. Because sometimes people lose that connection. And yes. they don't get kids anymore, but it's well, it's I mean, I had my that. I laugh because I'm like, I had my target already audience in my house. So <laughs> yes, that helps. That does that help. Helps. <laughs> so when you're seeing, and I think as a parent too, when you your kids are growing up, you're flashing back to like, oh, when I was this age, especially I think once I hit five. I, when I was this age, I remember this happening. Oh, when I was this age, I remember this happening. And I think there's a certain level of like, you want different for your kid, you know, especially if you experience something like traumatic or horrible or, you know, whatever, 
that you want them to have more information or you want things to be different for them. So there's a quote like, you know, be the change you want to see. I don't know who says, I think maybe Michael Jackson, who knows? I don't know. I'm horrible with like quotes. <laughs> I think it's names, Gandhi, so no. but Michael Jackson might've said it too. Yes. The man in the mirror. <laughs> I think that's the, yes. the, the, the energy. Yes. Um, so it's really like, if I wanted to change what my daughter, especially my daughter, she turned five and what I wanted her to experience, I needed to, to do whatever I could to try to teach that, you know, and I can't go back and be like, I'm five, two, and here's what I learned, but I can talk to her. Like she's a kid, the way that I would talk to myself. So I think that helped with the language, um, because I literally was talking to her and, what would I say to my daughter to make her understand, but also like, what would I say to myself at five years old too? And one thing I really loved about your book is about the approach you have to anger and how to relate to it. Can you talk a little bit about that? So like I said earlier, anger is a secondary emotion. And I didn't know what that was for a very long time. And because I think the best example I have is like, if you stub your toe and, you know, usually curse words come flying out of my mouth, it's because I'm angry. But why did I get angry? Did I get angry that I stubbed my toe or did I, was I in pain and that caused the anger, right? So anger is secondary to like what's rippling underneath the surface. And for me, I didn't know that until I dug through the layers of anger to figure out what was underneath all of it. So my thing is like this, right? If anger's a volcano, the lava that's building pressure is whatever's underneath your anger. And until you really resolve and handle that, you cannot stop the anger, right? Um, like if you, if someone does something to you and you don't forgive them or their sadness and grief or you know a myriad of emotions, unless you handle that, the anger will still spew up for whatever that person or circumstance or whatever the case may be. So for me, that was a, my own learning process and just the way that I, I think I am. And I always have been, even as a little kid, I like to, if you can't teach someone younger than you, how to like a subject or explain something, then you don't understand it yourself. So like the, the markers always, if you can explain it to a five-year-old, then you understand. So this for me was the ultimate, like if I could go back and explain like what anger is, because I think at, even at five, I was a kid who was very curious in the world and wanted to know how things worked. And, and kind of like, even now, like when I'm interested in something, like I, I will research it and continue to research it until I figure it out. So I was like that from a very little kid age. And I knew that if someone had gone back and actually explained what anger was, I would not be where I am at, you know, 37, 38, 39, having to go do this work. So this was like my way of saying like, okay, if I could impact the next generation and make it so that they don't have to like have make that same mistake. I want them to really understand it. Cause I don't think anyone ever explains what anger is. They tell you not to have it or it's bad or that you shouldn't hit people and you shouldn't be angry, but nobody ever takes the time to explain to little kids. Cause little kids are so smart. Like they're so smart and they know more than they, than you realize they see more than you realize they understand more than you realize they might not have the words for it, but they do get it. 
So I'm like, if I could just, you know, get my daughter to understand what anger, where it comes from and what it's all about, like what an amazing change and chance she has at becoming this much more emotionally intelligent human for, and what, what, what in her life would change if she just understood what it really was. So for me, it was about breaking down and less about like anger management, more about like the essence of anger and really like trying to get the kids to understand like why you get angry, what its purpose is, what its wisdom is, what its role is. And then it's really not bad. And it's a tool. Um, it's there for a reason. Like everybody gets angry. It's never going away. Uh, you never will, even at 39 years old, there's never a time where I don't like have anger as like my first go-to instinct when certain things happen. Right. Mm -hmm. If I get scared, like, or I stub my toe, like I still am going to get anger, but it's about having the awareness of like, okay, can I walk it back? Can I get curious about why instead of like lashing out and using it like in an unhealthy way? I absolutely love this approach to looking at this emotion to see it not as something to avoid and it's bad and it's wrong that it's actually teaching us something or there's some reason it's showing up. Yeah. And this idea of getting curious, I, I love this approach. I think it's good for people of all ages to- Well, I mean, even if I take the most recent like United States event, Roe versus Wade, right? There was so much anger and- Anger can be in a righteous way, can be used as such an agent of change, right? And it is a positive thing when used correctly in a, in a healthy way. But when it's not channeled properly, and we also, when we don't understand, like, I'm just angry, but I'm not dealing with what's causing that anger, the sadness, the pain, the, you know, not, especially in that situation, not feeling heard or seen or powerless, you know? When we're not dealing with those emotions, it can get just the unbalanced energy of anger where it's unhealthy and it can be not a good thing versus just funneling it toward the energy to push against the event, the reverse weight or whatever circumstance is happening that you don't want to happen, right? So because if we're caught in despair or helplessness, it can be very disempowering versus using and channeling our anger to create change. So I've learned over this last couple of years through therapy and books um, that anger can be such a powerful tool when used correctly. And I never want to, especially as a woman, like I never want to discourage my daughter from being angry. I just want her to use that in a very wisdom-based way. Mm. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this with us. Is there anything else you'd like to have our audience know? Um, I mean, just that I'm really motivated to work with more schools and try to get this out there to other kids and parents as a resource. Um, people can contact me through my website, um, growwithmjc.com or on Instagram and Facebook. They can find me growwithmjc.com. And the all information is also in the back of my book to contact me. Wonderful. Thank you so much for talking with us today, Michelle. Thank you for having me on. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com. 
and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.